This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Folks, this is Dustin Gold, and we are back right here on Payne.tv. And after I'm done recording this show, I'm going to go out to eat with my wife. But I am not going to put food into my mouth. I am just going to transfer a food data packet from my plate into my stomach. I mean, this is insanity, folks. Complete and total insanity. But as you can see, this is apparently our new normal. This is what building back better really means as you can see the great reset the giant button they pushed to do to do reset to do to do reset we were resetting ourselves into this world this transhumanist world in which technocrats like elon musk get to talk about planting a brain chip in your head and it is somehow normal and funny let's go back to this interview and watch these two buffoons. Um, <laughs> like campfires. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't need campfires. <laughs> I don't need to roast marshmallows. It's kind of fun. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you would, in principle, you would be able to communicate uh, very quickly and with far more precision uh, ideas. Uh, and, and language would be... I'm not sure what would happen to language, but you, you could probably, in a situation like this, that you would be able to just, it'd be like, kind of like the matrix. You, you want to speak a different language, no problem. Right. That's why it was downloaded the program. You see that? And now he actually compares it to the matrix, the movie, which if you have not watched it, people need to watch the first matrix because in, in, at least in my opinion, that is the closest thing to the world we're moving into when you bring in this concept of the brain chip and the AI hive mind and the metaverse and being able to jump bodies and such. I think that is where we're headed. And I'm glad you see Musk right there. He said it. It'll be like the Matrix. You could just download a program. In the Matrix, if I needed to learn how to skydive, they just load a program into the stem that goes into the back of my skull, just like the Neuralink brain chip. And they can upload a program in a second. And the next thing I know, I can skydive. And that's what he's talking about. And he's saying things like speaking vocally and uh, you know, communicating verbally are just going to be nostalgic. Just like we don't need to know how to. We don't need to roast marshmallows at a campfire. But it's kind of fun sometimes. So now he's turning the things that you perceive as what makes you human he's laughing about that and basically saying that's just nostalgia remember they want to throw your biological body away and upload your brain to a cloud so everything to them 
humanity itself is nostalgic. Whew. Right. So at least for the first iterations, first few iterations, we'll just be able to use, like, I, I know that Google has uh, or, uh, some of their pixel buds have the ability to in interpret languages in real time. Like, sure. Yeah, you can hear it and it'll, it'll play things back to you in whatever language you choose. So it'll be something along those lines. Yeah. For the first few iterations. Well, the first few iterations are, I mean, what I'm talking about is like in the limit over time, you know, with, with a lot of development. Um, the first few iterations, really in the first few versions all we're going to be trying to do is is solve brain injuries um so so it's like don't don't, don't worry that it's not going to sneak up on you <laughs> don't worry folks this is not going to sneak up on you uh we'll roll it out slowly and then we'll put the chip in your head <laughs> it won't sneak up on you how very nice of him how very nice listen i'm a rapist i am going to rape you but i will walk slowly down the dark alleyway don't worry i won't sneak up on you you hear that you got it don't worry he won't sneak up on you this 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 will take a while how many years before you don't have to talk if the if, if the development continues to accelerate then maybe like five years five to ten years that's quick that's really quick that's, that's not, the best case scenario no talking anymore in five years best case scenario <laughs> right so he's saying best case scenario you will not have to speak with other people you will not have to communicate verbally in uh within five to ten years hmm interesting falls right into that 2030 year that we talk about unbelievable um, 10, 10 years more like it i've always speculated that aliens could potentially be us in the future because if you look at like the size of their heads and the fact that they have very little muscle and they're, they're they don't use their mouth anymore they have this tiny little i mean the archetypal alien that you see in like close encounters of the third kind they they're like if you went from like uh Australopithecus or ancient hominid to us, what's the difference? Less hair, less muscle, bigger head. And then you just keep going. A thousand, a million, whatever year, or five years, whatever whatever happens when Neuralink goes on online, and then we slowly start to adapt to this new way of being mm -hmm. where we don't use our muscles anymore. We have this gigantic head. We can talk without words. You know, see, there's Rogan normalizing it again. If Neuralink goes online, that we humans will become these gray aliens that we see depicted in sci-fi movies and talked about on podcasts, and that we will no longer have muscle, muscle tone, we'll have these giant heads. Why is he not asking Musk, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you leading us towards the end of humanity? Why are you working with these CIA partnered cia-backed companies to do this he never asked him that you, you could also save state and save state save state like save your brain state like like a saved game in a video game whoa 
<laughs> like like if you want to swap from Windows ninety five, well, to, hope, like yeah. you <laughs> probably a little better than, than that, but yeah, I think we are Windows ninety five right now. Yeah. From, from a future perspective, probably. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you you could uh, save state um, and restore that state into a biological being if you if you wanted to in the future. In principle, there's like nothing like from a physics standpoint that prevents us. Now you, you'd be a little different, but then you're also a little different when you wake up in the morning from yesterday, and you're a little different. In fact, if you say like. I just paused there. Did you hear it clearly? He said, you'll be able to save your state. Like right now, what I'm doing, talking to you, I could save right here. And then I could beam that consciousness into another biological being. It'd be another flesh suit. I mean, seriously, this is the wealthiest man in the world, supposedly. Influential, powerful technocrat teamed up with the government and he's on TV saying this or equivalent of TV bigger than TV with Joe Rogan and they aren't dragging him away and locking him up in a mental institution and demanding our taxpayer dollars back from him no he literally sits there and says it and people praise him as a genius as a genius you five years ago versus you today is quite a big difference. Yes. Um, so you'd be substantially you. I mean, you'd be you'd, you'd certainly think you're you. But the idea of saving yourself and then transforming that into some sort of a biological state, like you could hang out with thirty-year-old you. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Um, <laughs> That's so weird. I, I mean, see, and remember this: they don't. In anything they're talking about here, is there anything that tells you that Elon Musk believes in any way whatsoever that you and I, that humans in general, have a soul? No. They're treating us like data packets, right? They're treating us like programs. We upload the Dustin program to the server in the cloud, and then that Dustin program at any state in that program could think of it like a running story a documentary of my life could be beamed down into another biological or non-biological suit another body another unit as musk has said so and you'll be a little bit different but you're different when you wake up in the morning so he does not believe that we have a soul he can't believe we have a soul if he talks like this so he would be in line with yuval noah harari's theory that we have no soul we have no spirit we have no free will we are hackable animals and humans need to get used to it right you have to believe that musk cannot believe you have a soul think, think like how your phone can you can record videos on your phone mm -hmm. like there's no no way you could remember a video right as accurately as your phone or a camera you know could so uh now if, you, if you've got like a you know some some you know version 10 Neuralink, whatever and far in the future you you could re, you could remember you could re, recall everything that just like it's a movie all, it, it, including all the entire sensory experience emotions everything everything everything, everything. and play it back and do you, you think and, and you'll be able to you share edit it edit it yeah so you can change your past you could change what you think was your past yeah well so if you had like this, a traumatic this whole thing experience, right now could be a replayed memory. It could. 
Okay, and just remember, while he's talking about this, and it sounds crazy, he's talking about replaying your past, editing your past, reliving an experience or what you believe was the experience, everything from sense to touch. So he's now talking about time travel, basically, jumping from different places and spaces in time. We came a long way from curing people with paralysis in the last few minutes of this interview, did we not? I warned you that that was only the entry point into the adoption and the normalization of this Frankenstein technology. Listen to these two. I'm serious. Take them seriously. They are both powerful. Musk was there for a reason. Rogan's job is to normalize him and to normalize this crazy talk. That you are going to let this man put a cyborg chip in your head so that you could go back and replay certain moments in your life. And remember what Bushnell said, we're entering the world of teletravel where you could jump from place to place and believe you're walking on a beach, walking down that beach with your dream partner. They're talking about putting you in an eternal dream state. And then you wonder why people like Joe Rogan, who normalizes this for a living, tries to push his younger audience to smoke DMT and ayahuasca and marijuana and do drugs. Because they have to numb your mind and destroy your life, turn you into a drug addict, turn you into an obese mutant, turn you into a confused transgender so that you're willing to walk into this transhumanist future and let them manipulate you and to modify your body and to force you onto drugs and put chips inside your head. That's how you get humans there. This is how you degrade them and dehumanize them to the point where they're willing to let you experiment on them. Dr. Frankenstein, there we go. Could be. Yeah. It may be. What's the odds of this being a replayed memory? If you had a guess, it's more than 50%. There's no way to assign a probability with accuracy here. Right, but roughly. If you just had a just gut instinct. Well, I don't have a neural link in my brain, so I'd say right now 0%. But at the point at which you do have a neural link, then it rises above 0%. Mm. The idea that we're experiencing some sort of a preserved memory is, uh, it, even though it's still the same, it's not comforting, right? For some reason, when, you, when people talk about simulation theory, they talk about the potential for this currently being a simulation. It, even though your life might be wonderful, you might be in love, you might love your career, you might have great friends, but it's not comforting to know that this experience somehow or another doesn't exist in a material form that you can knock on feels real doesn't feels it? real but but if it's not but the but, idea that it's not is so, for some strange reason disconcerting well I, yeah i'm sure it should be disconcerting because then if, if this is not real what is right um but but the you know there's that, that old sort of um thought experiment of like how do you know you're not a brain in a vat you know, right now here, here's the thing: you are a brain in a vat. Then that vat is your skull. 
Well, see, Elon Musk knows that's not true and that we do not live in a simulation. Or if he figured that out or he knew that or scientists shared that with him and he had inside knowledge, then he would not be waking up every day and supposedly working you know, 20 hours a day to develop all of these technologies. Because if he was only stuck in a simulation and his brain was somewhere else and he had a brain chip in his head, then none of this would matter and he wouldn't waste his time. See, he's trying to confuse you. He's trying to run a psychological operation on the people that are listening and that follow him so that he could plant this freaking brain chip into their heads. I really, really, really hope that by the time this becomes mainstream, there are enough people like me and like you that are talking about this and, and talk people out of it because he's really going to be going after our kids and our grandkids. That's who he's going to get, although they will be testing this stuff in senior homes. Believe me, they're already testing virtual reality and augmented reality glasses at these places. So they're using them, they're using the military and they're going to use disabled people as the guinea pigs and then eventually line up the idiots and start putting it inside their heads. And I think, honestly, you know, I don't know. All this talking against it has really made me want it. So I'm going to go get a brain chip drilled into my skull right now. I want you to take a quick break and think about whether or not you want to have one put in your head. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. We will be right back. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. All right, folks, I'm Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. We are back in the break. We are watching these two men. Joe Rogan and Elon Musk discuss Elon's Neuralink brain chip, but they're getting into some really crazy stuff right now. Talking about saving your current state and then beaming that into another biological flesh suit and then whether or not we live in a simulation and this is not real. So let's just continue with this. I mean, really, I want you to absorb this. If you are a fan of Musk, I hope you wake up. If you are a fan of Rogan, I hope you see him through different eyes now. Let's take a look and let's continue with this video. Yes. And everything you see, feel, hear, everything, all your senses are, are electrical signals. Everything. Everything. Is an electrical signal to a, to a brain in a vat with a vat is your skull. And all your hormones, all your neurotransmitters, all these things are drugs. Adrenaline's a drug. Dopamine's a drug. Sure. You're a drug factory. You're sure. constantly changing your state with love and oxytocin and and beauty. Sure. Changes your state. Great music changes your state. Absolutely. See, by reducing you. By reducing humans from a creation from God or our creator, they have to reduce us to just electrical pulses and 
drugs, as Rogan said. So you're just drugs and you're just, you know, electricity and that's it. And then they're able to push you towards transhumanism. You have no soul and that's all humanity is. So what do you even worry about anything anymore? It's all in your head, Musk said. And yet here's another sort of interesting idea, which is, um, because you say like, where, where did consciousness arise? Well, assuming you believe the belief in, in physics, which appears to be true, um, then you know we, the universe started off as basically quarks and leptons, and it quickly became hydrogen and uh, helium, lithium, like basically elements that appear. Well, what, what does he mean physics appear to be true? He just said that he could be living a simulation inside of his own mind. So what does it even matter? Why doesn't he just go live in a tent under a bridge? He's so full of it, man. This guy is so full of it. He is demeaning you by talking to you this way, trying to gaslight you, drive you into this this level of insanity while he is raking in the dough and wants to take over humanity. Yet he's going to tell you, you live in a simulation, but then explain physics to you. Periodic table, uh, but it was you know, like mostly hydrogen, basically. Um, and then... And then over a long period of time, uh, you know, 13.8 billion years later, that hydrogen became sentient. Where, so where along the way did consciousness, where is consciousness, what's the line of consciousness and not consciousness right. between hydrogen and here? Right. When do we call it? When do we call it consciousness? Yeah. I was watching a video today that we played on a podcast earlier of a monkey riding a motorcycle down the street, jumps off the motorcycle and tries to steal a baby. Yeah, I saw that one. It went yeah. viral. What, is that monkey conscious? It seems like it is. It seems like it had a plan. It was riding a fucking motorcycle and then jumped off the motorcycle to try to steal a baby. Seems yeah. pretty... The one that just dragged the baby down the street pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. Seems uh, pretty conscious. <laughs> right? There's definitely some degree of consciousness there. Yeah, it's not like... It's not a worm. It's not it seems to be on another level. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's going to keep going. And that that's the real concern when when people think about the potential future versions of human beings. And then if you keep hearing uh, ice banging around in a glass, I just wanted to, that is not me. These two guys are drinking whiskey or supposedly drinking whiskey to seem cool while they are conversing here on the Joe Rogan experience. Especially when you consider symbiotic relationship to artificial intelligence, it will be unrecognizable. That one day we'll be so far removed from what this is. We'll look back on this the way we look back now on, you know, simple, simple organisms that we evolved from. See, what he's talking about there is that the AI will become so advanced, so superhuman that that or when we merge with it, we'll look back at ourselves as just primitive idiots, just just like stupid morons. You know, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He has to dehumanize us and make you believe that if you merge with the machines, if you merge with AI, that you will be superhuman and look back and laugh at yourself. And that it won't be that far in the future that we do have this, this view back. Well, I hope consciousness propagates into the future and gets more, more sophisticated and complex and, and that it understands the questions to ask about the universe.
Do you think that's the case? As, as a human being, as yourself, you're clearly trying to make conscious decisions to be a better version of you, right? This is the idea of like getting rid of your possessions and realizing that you're trying to like, I don't like this. I will try to improve this. I will try to do a better version of the way I interface with reality. That this is always the way things are. If you're, if you're moving in a, a, some sort of a direction where you're trying to improve things, you're always going to move into this new place where you look back in the old place and go, oh, I was doing it wrong back then. So this is an accelerated version of that. Yeah. A super accelerated version of that. I mean, you don't always improve, but you can aspire to improve. Uh, you can aspire to be less wrong. Yeah. This is like, I think. Right. So the solution to improving yourself as a human being is to merge with machine and no longer be a human being. Right. That's what they're telling. I mean, take their complex jibber jabber and boil it down. They're telling you you're imperfect. And to become perfect, you merge with machine. And then if you make a mistake, you can fix it at immediately. And that's the reason why you should merge with machine. That's what they're saying in very simple terms. I think it's good that tools of physics are very powerful. Like just assume you're wrong and your your goal is to be less wrong. I don't think you're going if, to if succeed every day in being less wrong. But, you know, if you're going to succeed in being less wrong, most of the time you're doing great. That's a great way of putting it. Aspire to be less wrong. Mm -hmm. But then when, you know, people look back in nostalgia about simpler times, there's that too. It's very romantic and exciting to look back on campfires. But you can still have a campfire. Yes. Yeah. But you, will you appreciate it when you're a super nerd, when you're connected to the grid and you have some uh, skull cap in, in place of the top of your head and it's interfacing with the inter international language that the rest of the universe now enjoys communication with people? And we're yeah sure I, I think so uh, yeah i like campfires <laughs> oh yeah when you have the top of your head cut off like frankenstein and a metal plate there with wires plugged into your brain i'm sure the first thing that you're going to be thinking about is having a campfire although he's not talking about having an actual campfire because he already basically said your brain is going to be a your very being is just going to be your consciousness uploaded in a cloud that you can beam down in different biological or non-biological suits. So you're going to be living in your head in sort of this physical, non-physical world. I mean, are you buying this? Are you buying this? They want to take everything natural away from us. That's the goal. That is the goal. Listen a bit more. <laughs> I'm just worried. I mean, uh, everyone's always scared of change, but um, I'm scared of this monumental change where we won't, we won't talk anymore. I mean, that thing. We'll that you communicate. Just yes, but that's there's something about there's something about the beauty of the crudeness of language, where when it's done eloquently, it's 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 satisfying and it it, it, it hits us in some sort of a, a visceral way, like ah, oh, that person nailed it. I love that they nailed it. Like that it's so hard to capture a real thought and convey it in a way, in yeah. this articulate way that makes someone excited. Like you read a quote, a great quote by a wise person. It makes you excited that their mind figured something out, put the words together in a right mm -hmm. way that makes your brain pop. Like, oh, yes. 
Yeah. Yes. A clever compression of a concept. Yeah. And a feeling. Clever compression of a concept. Do you hear this psychopath? So Rogan tries to say, well, it is a beautiful thing. And then Musk has to come back and say a, a great quote by scholars and geniuses that came before his time was a clever compression of a concept. Everything is data to him. I think we cracked the code to him. He is like Yuval. He does not believe you have a soul. You are just data. You are, your brain is just a hard drive. Hmm. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad we reviewed this again. There's a little bit more. Let's watch it just to see if we pull anything out of this interview. But the fact that a human did it too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think that it'll be like electronic music? Like people won't appreciate it like they appreciate a slide guitar? <laughs> I, I like electronic music. I do too. Yeah. I, well, you make it. I know you like sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope the future is, uh, is more fun and interesting, and we should try to make it that way. I hope it's more fun and interesting too. Yeah. I just, you know, I just hope we don't lose anything along the way. Yeah, we might lose a little, well, but this, hopefully we gain more than we lose. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Gaining more than we lose. Like yeah. something that makes us interesting is that. We're so flawed. So for sure. Like, right. You know. Mm. I mean, you look at uh, civilizations through the ages. Um, most of them, uh, you know, they rose and fell. Yeah. And uh, I, I do think, like, the globalization uh, that, that we have uh, at the sort of, like, the, the meme sphere uh, is uh, there's, there's not enough isolation between countries or, or regions. Um, it's like if you get a, if there's a mind virus, that that mind virus can infect too much of the world. Uh, you know, like I, I actually. And and now here Musk is going to start to get a little bit political because he's talking about globalization versus sort of nationalism, and then he's going to talk about this mind virus. And what he's talking about with the mind virus is that fake news or some kind of a fake meme, a story can get out there and then infect the world. Now, I'm pretty sure because I clipped this myself that he's going to get back into some really important stuff. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't have saved this. So why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up this video and close out the show so that in the next episode we can get into the people who are behind Neuralink and exactly what phase they are at. And we will show you the testing of this on monkeys and pigs. And then they are going to be moving into human trials very shortly. They won't be doing it to me because I'll be sitting in this chair locked down in my bunker during this break. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and I will be right back. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 